season four, episode one. After like over a month, we're 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 starting off, and this one's going to be a little different. Yeah, we're doing it in the car. There's a text. Oh, it was me to you. Um, <laughs> uh, not while driving, but I mean, you can you can run it while we're driving. Yeah, that's true. Maybe with some while driving. I won't be driving. You'll be driving. I'll but, be driving. But we can talk. We can talk, and it'll be uh, the road trip from Edmonton to. Uh, to Georgetown. Dylan has now graduated, I think, as we mentioned, but it's been so long I don't remember. Yeah, who knows? I have no idea what we've talked about. So, so, uh, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna, whatever strikes our fancy along the road. And, uh, yeah, it, it, we won't have our usual segments. No. It'll just be sort of a stream of consciousness thing. It'll be fun for us, maybe not so fun for you. We'll yeah, see. this could be our longest episode. Alright, we're back. In Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. It was a good drive. It was a good one turned over truck that you slept through. I did sleep through it. It was a very uncomfortable sleep, uh, unrelated to the truck. I'm just kind of cramped in the passenger side. Because uh, of all your stuff that's filling up the back. Yes, that is true. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was saying earlier, oh, there's the GPS. She's bossy. She is. Um, the, uh, it really, like, this is where we stopped and had what was essentially brunch. Uh, and it's really hard to not, like, feel like this is the halfway point. It really does. Right Clarence Avenue South. Oh, boy. <laughs> feel like this is the halfway point, uh, but it's not. We did five hours, now we have eight in front of us. We have a work day in, in front of us. Yeah, it's a long drive. It is a long drive. And it's, uh, we have a work day in front of us, and it's past noon. Yeah. It's and an hour time change. Yeah. So in time difference wise, it'll in be nine hours. Seven kilometers. Oh shit! Turn left onto Circle Drive East. Shit. <laughs> we're gonna every time we have them, we're gonna have the occasional interjection of the GPS. But yeah, so that's what's going on. It was a good, like I said, good first leg. Yeah. A little over a third done for the day. A couple stops along the way, probably a couple more. We're going to the Holiday Inn in Winnipeg tonight. Yeah, I've never been to Manitoba. I'm worried that uh, it's going to glitch we'll out of the game the zone. No, no, <laughs> no. I think they're desperate to get people in. Probably. Uh, Who wants to go to Winnipeg? Yeah. Well, on some on one of the topics that. Uh, we more normally talk about, and we sort of were discussing this earlier, but I recently read uh, the 338 update, the McLean's article uh, that they wrote, and uh, it was talking about how essentially everyone's expecting an election call sometime in the next two weeks for the fall. Justin and, shaved, so you know it's coming. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, Right now, the reason why is because, well, it's predicting the Liberals to get uh, gain six seats, but still be just seven shy of a majority. Um, people are saying it's, uh, you know, it's it's his best time to to get it, like coming out of the vaccine and and uh, in this time of light COVID. COVID's definitely not gone, but it's lighter than it was um, because so many people are vaccinated and so there's less restrictions. Uh, He's he's got some popularity, and so even if his even if it's going to be a, a long haul to get a majority, it's his best shot because once COVID 
you know, like, you're not going to call it over the Christmas. And then once they're back and have to do a budget, and it's going to just be debt, and it's going to not be a lot of COVID spending, because they'll just be spending on other things, and then more debt from the massive debt we did for COVID spending, it's just not going to be as popular. And uh, so he wants to do it now, try to get a majority. Uh, especially since the Conservatives are collapsing, the Greens have imploded, and really the only threat to the Liberals right now is the NDP, who are doing quite well in looking at gaining 12 seats. I think the seat changes it said were, the 338 prediction was the Liberals gain 6, the Conservatives lose 12, the NDP lose 12, the Bloc loses like 4 or 6 or something, and then the Greens lose 2 of their three, which is not good for them. <laughs> Elizabeth May. It's only 66% loss. It'd be really sad to be Elizabeth May, to be like, fight so hard as the lone green MP and then finally get some friends. And then to go back to being the lone green MP. Well, it won't be her. Yeah, it will be. It will be. Yeah, she's running Oh, again. she's just not the leader. Yeah. Oh, I thought she retired completely. No, she's running. Well, why did she stop being the leader? I don't know. I think it was an agreement with her husband. Oh. Okay. There's different stresses for being the leader, you know, yeah, more yeah, time fair. demands. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, a, a campaign run can change everything, but... Absolutely. Absolutely. So we'll see. Uh, yeah, the other thing we talk about how the Conservatives are losing a whole bunch of support and polling really poorly, but most of that support is in Western Canada, where they can really afford to lose that support. It like, won't affect their seat count. Not, even if it does, not by very much. Use the left lane to turn left. It's been a while since she interjected. Yes. She needed to kind of chime well, back we're in. Getting, getting back on the highway here and getting back to uh, the long stretch to Winnipeg. Yeah. You definitely don't need to stop for gas. It is, it is 782 kilometers to Winnipeg. East. And I just filled up and we're 652 to empty. So we will definitely need to stop for gas. Yeah. Or, or run out of gas 100 kilometers outside of Winnipeg. Walk the rest of the way. Get some gas, bring it back <laughs> in the morning. All right. All right, we'll, we'll catch you up uh, maybe when we stop for dinner. Yeah, or gas. Or if anything exciting happens en route. Yeah. Okay, well, we have made it to Winnipeg. It was a long day. Yeah, in the hotel. I wanted to say, we I, I forgot to mention, we stopped in Saskatoon for, I think we mentioned we stopped there, but we didn't say we yeah. ate uh, at OEB, which is not in Ontario, but a, a breakfast place at West that is quite good. Yeah, it was very good. I enjoyed it. Had a good uh... breakfast routine. The fries are cooked in duck fat. And then they put some like hollandaise sauce on a poutine that's mixed with what whatever you choose. I had like some sort of pork truffle mixture, and Dylan had uh, tomatoes and avocados. Yeah, it's spinach good as well. Spinach. Yeah, you mix it half fries, half spinach. Yeah, it's the, it's the key to being able to finish it or mostly finish it. Yeah. Anyway, from there, uh, it was it was quite. Quite a quite a drive to Winnipeg from there still, wasn't it? We yeah, mentioned it wasn't halfway. It was yeah, it was I feel it was like it we, we started to play Obama's memoir. Yeah. Um not memoir, I don't know, I guess autobiography. Um Sure, what's the difference? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
uh, the audio book of that with Obama reading, and that really passed the time for me. Yeah, he's, it's a good book. I, I, we haven't quite, I was reading, I, I've already listened to quite a bit of it. We haven't caught up to where I am uh, yet, but I'm sure we will tomorrow with 13 hours of listening time available. Yeah. It's a 29, over 29 hour book. Yeah, we didn't start it soon. We're on a 32 hour drive. We didn't start it soon enough to listen to the whole thing. Yeah, we didn't. <laughs> we didn't. Um, but yeah. So the hotel's been interesting. Yeah, so we we uh, so we was, I think for me the first sign was we pulled in, and there was just some um, uh, sketchy looking people having I don't know they were hanging out on a picnic, picnic table, table in the back corner. Why is there a picnic table? I don't know. It's like a back corner of the parking lot. Yeah, it's odd. Anyway, and I was like, oh, that's strange. And then we turn left around a corner, and oh, there's a security guard over there. All right, we're fine. So we pull in, and then. And another sort of picnic table. There's some more sketchy people hanging out, and then we walk into the hotel, and there's like these uniformed people standing around. A lot of them. Yeah, and once we go, we pass this little corridor um, as we're going to the front desk. Where the elevators to, are, yeah. Yeah, the elevator down this little corridor as we're going to the front desk and look down there, and there's a man sitting on one of the one of the, one of the chairs, bleeding. As somebody's talking to, I didn't know he was to. bleeding at that point. I just thought they were. I just thought he was drunk, and they were trying to get rid of him. I okay, I did. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah. So then we checked in, and as we walked by, I saw that he was bleeding as we're waiting for the elevator. Even then, I didn't realize he was bleeding. Oh, I saw he was he bleeding saw, there. I didn't. Oh. I didn't until we got in the elevator, and there was blood on the floor. Oh no. And then I looked back and saw he was bleeding. No, I saw he was bleeding, and then got in and saw the blood on the floor, and I knew yeah. it was from him because I saw he'd been bleeding. Yeah. And then we got up. We went up. And we're going to the fifth floor, and on the fourth floor, the doors opened, and there was this these people who seemed maybe intoxicated standing there, definitely intoxicated, making like some grumbling noises. Kind of looked at us, and they went back to their grumbling noises amongst themselves. And nobody got in the elevator; the doors closed, and it went back up, yeah. <laughs> went up to the fifth floor. Um, now we're at a Holiday Inn, in, yeah, and the room is nice. Yeah, it's a decent sized room. But I'm thinking it was, uh, you know, I got it on um, hotels.com or whatever it's called. Hotwire or something? Hotwire, hotwire yeah. Hotwire.com. Yeah. And it was $52, and I'm, I think it's the area more than the hotel. It's, it seems like a sketchy area. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And then when we went to go pick up a quick dinner, um, as we were going down, these four guys got on the elevator who were all very intoxicated very intoxicated and i was and one they're of them pleasant. they were like, pleasantly they were good drunks yeah they were fine yeah. except one of them who was very tall so i'm tall and this one taller than me stood two inches in front of me swaying back and forth so i'm like uh-huh. constantly being like a little bit pushed up against the back of the elevator my back's against the wall i can't move anymore and i'm worried he's gonna fall back on me or he doesn't know i'm there and he's gonna like lean back against the wall and crush me yeah, uh, they, first they apologized for getting on, but they said they've waited for four or five elevators because yeah. uh, they're still uh, under restrictions here in um, Manitoba. Yeah. So we're masking up, and um, and it was only it was only uh, three people per elevator or one family. Something I believe like the rules that. Were. Yeah. But um, there was four of them, and they still got on. They're like, sorry, we've waited for four elevators. Because the elevator doors open and then shut really quickly. You really quickly. You don't really have time to get off. You have to be on the ball. Yeah. There's no lollygagging. Yeah, which, you know, that one drunk guy, like, held the door open No, this is, I was about to get yeah. there. Like, so the same 
Same, and we get to the bottom floor. Try it. They're drunk, so they're not moving super fast. They're trying to get off. The doors just keep shutting. They hit the open button, they yeah. open, and then they shut right away. And they're in front of us, so they're they handling can't get the off. Yeah. And so the the one drunk guy like lunged his body in front of it, <laughs> in like a half Superman pose, kinda, <laughs> and held the door while his friends and us exited. <laughs> And uh, and then he, he got out. As yeah, well. and then as we were leaving, sort of overheard the the, uh, the medic still talking to the bleeding man. Apparently, he was attacked. Is what I picked up. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was definitely drunk, though. Who knows what actually happened? I Could have been attacked. Could have been. Um, Hopefully not, because well, we're safely in our room with the door double locked. So yeah, we should be fine. Um. Anyway, so we went, got dinner, came back, and as we come in. Uh, a different security officer is talking to these two other people who both also look intoxicated about a missing child. Yeah. Now, is your child missing, or is there a missing child outside that's looking for her parents? I'm just yeah. Trying to find... <laughs> I, I, I'd be shocked if there was a child. I, I hope there isn't. Yeah. I would hate to think of a missing child. Yeah, I don't think there is. Um, they were pretty... They were struggling uh, to stand as well. Yeah. So there's a if, lot of people. If you're ever in the Winnipeg and you're looking for a place to stay, I would say avoid the what's it called the Pemby Pembry Highway. Pembia Highway Something area. Like that. Holiday Inn. You do. The, I don't want to speak illy of the holiday. Illy of the Holiday Inn. It's not the hotel. The hotel is quite nice. The area is very sketchy. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. Stay. I would I would recommend downtown. Pay the extra. You know, this was $52, pay 104 and stay downtown. <laughs> that would be my advice to any any Winnipeg visit, visitors. Yeah. Because this is dodgy. Anyway, it is a late night already. We got an early day tomorrow. Seven, trying to get out at seven, because we have, well, I, guess I think I said it already, an extra yeah. 70 kilometers to do tomorrow. 1,300 and a bit today, 1,300, almost 1,400 tomorrow, so. We will uh, call it a night. Uh, it's just after seven. We've brewed our in-room kegs, which and, I'm uh, sure will be phenomenal. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I've already had some. It's good. No, <laughs> it's fine. It's Perfect. Fine. We it was both had decent sleeps because uh, you know. Um, no, not interrupted by by any uh, any any issues. Murders. No, no, no. Next door. Really, really on. nice shower in this hotel. I think. yeah, that was. I was, love the shower, I mean, and I'm thinking I'm, you probably got to have good water pressure if most of your clientels are covered in blood. Yes. <laughs> That's. I, I don't think it's a particular. I mean, listen. When you say nice shower, like it's not like aesthetically pleasing or fancy in any way. No. Great water pressure. Water pressure. Yeah. And good coverage. And it's I like, also yeah. And like did it's you a like, big head. And after uh, after. After after cleaning myself, I switched it to the massage feature and just like ran it over the back after thirteen hours yesterday. Oh no, I didn't. Oh, it was didn't good. Know that was a thing. Oh, oh, nice. It was good. Anyway, if I'm sounding distant, if I was distant and then up close, we we're just on the iPad. I don't know if that was mentioned. So I don't oh know no, you, yeah, it probably like, won't meet our levels of recording from yeah. prior. And I was speaking while I was over by my backpack, grabbing my mask, and then walked over. So it probably fades in and out. But we are, yeah, I think we mentioned last night, it's amazing how fast you get used to not masking. 
Yeah, and I was in Saskatoon for 40 days, and they, they don't mask there for the last probably 20 of them. And uh, and and you just, I'm always fumbling for my mask and forgetting the mask. But anyway, we are going to hit the road. Oh, uh, but you know, masks. Ontario today, Sault Ste. Marie. So yeah, go ahead. Most of most of today's Ontario. I'm going to say masks. We, again, we were talking about in the car, but normal podcast material. The apparently Saskatchewan. Uh, I knew Alberta, but apparently also Saskatchewan. We found out listening to a separate podcast, CBC One, which we're on level with, really. Um, but uh, it's the same. <laughs> Vassi, you don't need to listen to that one. Power and politics with Vassie Capellos, and this—it's the same. Um, but anyway, uh, Alberta starting August 16th, and apparently Saskatchewan's already done this. You don't have to legally isolate if you test positive for COVID. And you don't even have to test positive. So you don't even have to test yourself if you have symptoms. Yeah, I can't believe they aren't, that you don't have to. I mean, to be fair, you, you don't have to legally isolate if you have the flu. Yeah, but it's not the same. It's not as transmissible or as deadly. No, I, but I'm guessing, I'm guessing when you feel like crap, you're going to, maybe, maybe they figure the law is, is, is not necessary, but it kind of is. I think it. I think it still is. I mean, even if most people would do it with common sense, the law at least makes you more cognizant of it. Yeah. Like yeah, you're it's, just, it's, it's just, it's like a reminder. I just don't know why you would get rid of it. Uh, I guess you're trying to return to normal, but that you can, you can put everything else back to more normal and leave that law in the books and it's, it's still gonna be pretty normal. Yeah. Cause most people, I mean, nobody's getting tested anyway, so. yeah. Why not just go for the looks looks better? The best way to get your numbers down is to just stop testing people. Mm-hmm. Zero COVID cases. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, we're going to hit the road, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll maybe do some quick hits from the road, but we will be listening to Obama, and that really takes uh, a lot of your attention and time. So yeah. We'll see. Also, one other thing. Congratulations to the Canadian women's soccer team. The ladies are kicking butt at the Olympics this time. And they uh, they beat the Americans this morning and are going to the gold medal game, guaranteed a silver medal. And I'm not sure they've beaten the Americans before. Certainly not in a competition this big they haven't. So that's amazing for them. And uh, congratulations. Yeah. Well, we made it to Sault Ste. Marie. Yeah, no, no pit stop recordings today. Just straight on, I think. We both were just wanting to get here. Yeah, and also listening to the book, it doesn't doesn't uh, leave the natural gaps. Yeah, it's hard to. It's it's a good book. So yeah, it is a very good book. Did we say we were reading, listening to the Obama book last last time? I think so. If not, we're listening to the Obama autobiography. But I think we mentioned it. I think so too. Hotel we got here, and um, it was it was twelve thirty. Something like that, yeah. 12.30 pulled in. We'd called ahead, but I, I wasn't too worried because I, 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 the, the hotel I stay at in Saskatoon is the same brand. Uh, chain? Chain. Not the same, exact same chain. Like the overarching, like it's a Marriott, but it's not parent company? a Fairfield. Same parent company? Yeah, anyway, I got lots of, st- I actually just became like their top, top level as far as status goes. <laughs> it's like ambassador or so. She was super nice to me, didn't she? Didn't she think it was super nice at the front? Like, way nicer than... <laughs> nice, but, like, seemed to be in a rush. Yeah. Uh, she brought up plates for us and stuff when she called me to ask me if I needed a late checkout. <laughs> anyway, 
it's all good so there's no blood no security no. force <laughs> no bleeding people uh it's a suite so it's a nice big room got upgraded with your ambassador class that there would be a security detail yes just for me that's right <laughs> no it, it's nice it's a nice big room yeah it's it's, it, it's a suite is it? Yeah, this okay. is sweet. You got yeah. a living room, you got a bedroom. It's not like a separate room. <laughs> well, I mean, it's an open concept second room. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a, it's definitely a suite. And, and that's not what I booked, but we got upgraded. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. It's really nice. Like, I could definitely stay in a hotel room like this for, like, several weeks. Yeah. I didn't. Uh, this isn't what I stay in when I was in Saskatoon, but that's all right. Anyway, it was a pretty uh, uneventful drive, really. I mean, got out of Winnipeg without any um, farther uh, events. Yeah, well, except I uh, forgot my charger at the hotel, so we had to turn around. But that was only like two minutes out of the... Yeah, we weren't. We weren't. If it was, if it was any, if we were much farther, we would have left the charger. Yeah, absolutely. Like we had just, literally just, just pulled out essentially. Yeah. So that wasn't. It, but we uh, booted out of the dodgy section of Winnipeg. If you're ever going to go to Winnipeg, stay downtown. I think I mentioned that yesterday. But it's uh, it's a bit it's a bit dodgy anyway. And um, and it, there's not much. Between really Winnipeg and, and Kenora, where we had breakfast, right? We had breakfast in Kenora, pretty much. Um. Yeah, where do we where do we do for breakfast? I don't even remember. Kenora. Yeah, but what, what did we do? McDonald's and A and W. Oh yeah, that's right. We got coffee, coffee from McDonald's, McDonald's and food A and W. Because that's the each, each one's you know better than the other. And while we were waiting for our A and W food, we saw a bear in the yeah in the back of the bear. Uh, in the neighboring uh, establishment, it wasn't. It was closed, and it was an old abandoned building. And a bear walked by, yeah. so it was kind of cool. And we went to what was it called, White River? Yeah, that was some, that some... wasn't our next stop, was it? Oh, I don't know. I was just the next stop of note for me. We oh, okay. stopped at a few gas stations and yeah. stuff, but nothing important. Okay. Yeah. Although we stopped at that one where there was like the mom and pop restaurant, and we bought you got a. I got a butter tart and a brownie. You got a carrot cake thing, yeah. uh, like individually wrapped. And I was excited, hoping they're homemade and good. It might be a little hole in the wall place. And maybe their food is, because it also had like a sit-down restaurant portion. But that takeaway stuff was clearly like factory made. So yeah, it was, was not good. Yeah, it wasn't great. My brownie actually was passable. My butter tart was worse. Oh, that's too bad. And it is, because I had higher expectations for the butter tart. Yeah. I thought, hmm, the butter tart, that's mm. going to be the best one. And then you accidentally got the raisin one. Because well, it was definitely two stacks of butter tarts. Even without... Yeah, no way to tell. But even without the raisin, it still wasn't a great butter tart. Yeah. The raisins were just there to make it worse. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, then what were you going to say about White River? We stopped in White, White River. White River, I think it was called. Yeah, and you're pulling in, and it's White River, Ontario. And there's a big Winnie the Pooh on the side of the town That's right. sign. Yeah, and I was like, what? <laughs> Why? And I thought, that's weird. And then we pulled into a gas station, and it turned around, there's a big, you know, another big Winnie the Pooh picture somewhere, and there's one on the gas station, and you go in, there's a whole Winnie the Pooh, like, novelty section. I was like, this is something. So I Googled it, and White River is where the, um, 
um, a, the real Winnie the Pooh, the bear that Winnie the Pooh was na- uh, based on, was uh, found, bought from a trapper by a Canadian soldier traveling across the country to go train for World War One, and the bear slept with him in the camp, and he trained it, and then. When he got shipped to London, it came with him. Then he couldn't ship it to the... He couldn't bring it with him in the front lines in France. Why not? It feels like an advantage to have a bear with you. (laughs) Yeah, a bear sidekick. Um, So then it got uh, left in the care of the London Zoo, where it became a very good, like, big attraction. The bear was very good with kids, would let kids ride it and eat out of its its palms. (laughs) Well, it wasn't fully grown yet at this point. Um, And... uh, and the writer who uh, eventually wrote Winnie the Pooh's kid loved it, and that's where the inspiration came from. Yeah. Now, it says that the um, the soldier bought it from a trapper who found the cub who had been, like, who had, he had found it orphaned, which I think is code for, <laughs> I killed a bear, later found out it had a cub, yeah. and felt bad. Yeah. Yeah. So decided to do something about it. Yeah. But, oh, I just found this orphan bear wandering. No, you didn't. Yeah. You're a trapper. No, you didn't. <laughs> On a completely separate note, would you like to buy this bearskin rug? <laughs> exactly. I was like, that eh, seems Mama. like a sketchy story. <laughs> I mean, good on him for, you know, rescuing the cub. and Yeah. And, uh, and... He's, like, on his way. He stops over in White River. He's on his way to a war. He stops over in White River, and someone's like, want to buy a bear? And he's like, I'll take yes. the, I'll take the butter tart, <laughs> and uh, is that bear for sale? <laughs> like, what? Who just buys a bear cub? I feel the whole story seems a little bit far-fetched. But maybe. <laughs> maybe. Well, so, I mean, it's well-documented. There are pictures. Really? There's a picture of a kid wearing the bear, yeah. And the, and, a, and the bear, like, standing on its hind lanes as tall as a kid and eating out of its palm. Like it's in London? Yeah. Yeah. I know there was a Winnie the Pooh in London. Oh, or, but, like, the way he bought the, uh, the, the rest. I'm just talking the rest of the story. Oh. Uh, yeah. We'll see. I, I mean, they just took him on a ship to cross? I guess. You have any baggage? Yeah, this briefcase and this bear. (laughs) Is that okay? And the ship's like, yeah. Yeah, Not a problem. It's not even the only bear on board. (laughs) Only one? It's like Harry Potter. Yeah. You can have an owl. You can have a rat. You can have a bear. (laughs) We'll just keep. We can't, yeah, but that just means we can't put you in the room beside the folks with rabbits. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then um, did anything else exciting happen on our journey? We, it we was, I mean, here. I mean, I mean, the drive. Once you go beyond um, Thunder Bay, Thunder Bay is a nice. Oh, was a nice little town. Oh, we went to Thunder. A lot of people, a lot of places in Thunder Bay. And we're closed because it's a holiday. We're trying to do yeah, in Yeah, it was either Bay. closed or didn't have dine-in. Because Ontario is still closed down as far as uh, the province goes. but Not Or didn't, or didn't like... have good vegetarian options because there was a keg. Yeah. But there was... Um, we sort of did a little lap looking for somewhere to eat and ended up at a Greek place that was decent. Although we went for the cheese that we... 
always get in Edmonton that I'm, we must have mentioned. Probably at some point. Flame and cheese and some alcohol. It's tasty. It's very good. And it was not the same at all. No, it was this was like breaded cheese. Nowhere, I don't know what they burnt on. It didn't, not as much alcohol, not as much lemon, not as much flavor. Was there, was there any lemon? Not as, uh, yeah, she squeezed the lemon out. Ah. Not as much goodness. I think it was even a different cheese. It, yeah, yeah, because it melted way more than the other one. Yeah. The other one doesn't get melty. That was like breaded. It was like a, what'd you call a mac and cheese bite? Yeah, it tasted like a mac yeah. and cheese bite without the noodles. Kind of did. Uh, but their their chicken sabaki was decent. Their Greek salad was decent. You had a, the pasta I had was quite good. You didn't, so that was nice. But then once you leave Thunder Bay, and the drive between, really between Thunder Bay and and Wawa almost all the way to Wawa, at least to White River, is absolutely stunning. Like it really is. There's there's these huge escarpments with these red rocks, and and outcroppings of valleys of lush valleys and then there's you know you're going around lake superior and you go right down by the water at a couple spots and there's islands and everything out there it's it was uh a really a nice drive it's really long yeah it's really long. it's a really long it really drive felt so much longer than yesterday probably because i was gonna say it's the second day in a row probably just probably because, and i really think it was a long stop in saskatoon really broke it up for me yeah so it, it felt like two separate drives almost yeah and we still arrived early we still got there earlier so I, we, we, I guess we left edmonton about an hour earlier than we left yeah and then we uh we had long stop in Saskatoon, but it also was about 80 kilometers less. So this drive was, this last one was close to 1300. This one was close to 1400. So yeah. it was a bit longer. And uh, we're looking forward to tomorrow's seven hour day. Yeah, it's like it's a half day. A breeze, yeah. It's like a half day driving. Yeah. So we're going to sleep in. We are going to sleep in because we have a late checkout. Anyway. With that. We will call it a night. If I can shut this thing off. This is the bonus material now. If you, didn't, if you didn't pause it after we said goodnight, you didn't fall for our trick. This is the bonus material. All right, on our last leg. Leg, yeah, starting the last leg. Only only seven hours this time. Which, which is typical. I mean, that would you'd think it was a long drive, but it's a half a day for us. Yeah. Nothing now. Nothing. Plus, we drove seven hours yesterday, we'd have another seven hours in front of us. That's right. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But yeah, looking forward to not being driving anymore. Well, you're doing the driving, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, out of the car. Yeah. Just stopped at Starbucks where the drive through is wrapped around the building and onto the street, but we did the... Pre-order. The pre-order, which is awesome. I don't... I don't know... Turn left. <laughs> Turn left. <laughs> Go back into the Starbucks parking lot because we weren't in the right lane. It said uh, turn left. I was expecting a right the way we came, <laughs> but it didn't take us the way we came. I know you were saying you don't. I don't know why everybody doesn't pre-order. Like get the app and pre-order. There's no. We walked in. We grabbed our stuff. We left. Well, if everybody got the app and pre-ordered, you'd probably be walking in and waiting. Maybe. Okay. Don't get the pre-order people. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> it only works because I once went. Um, Elizabeth and I, my roommate, old roommate, at this point now, road. Elizabeth, 
um, used to go to Starbucks sometimes before class and we'd pre-order so as we watched class we watched by the Starbucks we just pick it up and carry on our merry way yeah um, so we got there and it was like seven or eight minutes after it said it'd be ready and they said it wasn't ready because they were behind and it was gonna take another 15 minutes and we were running late as it was so we were like we don't have 15 minutes and I was like I need it now and they're like well sorry we can't make it and I was like well then I need a refund like yeah I, you don't just Tim Hortons, you might walk away from it like if even even if you're just getting a coffee, you might walk away to a buck fifty or two bucks. Yeah, but if you're getting a re, like a real Starbucks drink, yeah, it's, it's like seven or eight dollars. Yeah, and it was you know two meals and two drinks and then, yeah, yeah, it's like it 15, bucks 20 least. bucks. Yeah. So I, I said yeah, I was like if you can't if you can't give me the I ordered like basically right now, then I need a refund because I have to go. And they refunded you? They did. Oh. I had to. I had okay, to. Like, you end up hungry. I did end up hungry, and I was frustrated because I had to stress to the person like I need to leave right now, and she's like, "Okay, just go to the till. I'll help you there in a minute." And then like five minutes, she's making drinks and stuff like that before she comes to me, and I was, I mean, I didn't say it, but I was feeling like you don't hear me when I said I need to leave right now. Yeah. Like I have, we're on a schedule. Like I need to go. Yeah. Like. And it's past your estimated yeah. time as well like uh, obviously in, unless it was a bunch of pre-orders the idea of pre-order is you you make it when it comes in it's a, maybe they were the problem is they're probably understaffed yeah because somebody should be just making pre-orders if you have that many pre-orders yeah exactly so that was frustrating but oh well they were yeah definitely understaffed well I guess uh we should eat In our Starbucks before meters, it gets cold. Use the left leg to turn left. left. Yep. Alright, All right. next time we talk to you, well, maybe from the road, but probably from home. Most likely. Alrighty. Okay, so we're in the car. How long have we been driving? Half uh, an hour? Ish? Ish, maybe a little more. A little more than half an hour. And we just passed a billboard, and uh, I, I noticed it, and I had a good laugh, because while... It featured a big illustration of a, a man in a kilt and one of those Scottish hats with a little poofy ball. And tam? Is that what it's called? called? Tam? I have no idea. I think it is. Okay, and a tam, and he was playing the bagpipes, um, and it started with a C, the name of this, well, I guess it started with a T, but the second word, and it started with a C, so it was referring to, like, Scottish stuff, but still, it was called the Klansman Motel. Which, just no matter how you dress it up, no matter how you spell it, even though it's obviously not in reference to the Ku Klux Klan, when someone says, you're or I'm a Klansman. Where are you staying, Klansman? Yeah, like, oh, okay, bye. <laughs> like, like, it doesn't read well. It, the only time it doesn't, well, the only time it sounds better than when you're talking about it is when you see it written down with the illustrations. But if you're just talking about it or just referencing it, it doesn't sound good. <laughs> that is... Everybody loves the Klansman. <laughs> There's a bar there. A small town could be a bar there. Want to go over to the Klansman after work? <laughs> it's just bad. It's just a bad name. Uh, and they they need to change it. <laughs> the Scotsman. It's not even hard. Yeah, yeah. Change it to the Scotsman. 
Um, you just can't use the word Klansman. I was thinking maybe you said the Scotsman. I was like, yeah, you would just say like, you know, the Scottish Klansman. No, it doesn't sound better. Yeah. It doesn't sound better at all. <laughs> it just sounds like a racist Scot. <laughs> uh, anyway, we got another six and a half hours, so... Uh, if there's any more funny billboards, I'm sure we'll pull this back out. <laughs> Alright, well, we're home. We made it, finally. The last day was only, uh... Seven hours. And, uh, 600 and some odd kilometers? 700 kilometers? That makes sense to me, I don't know. 703 or something like that. Yeah. It was, a, it was actually, it was an easy drive. Yeah, it was. It really felt like nothing after two 14-hour days. And, uh... Uh, and a lot I of liked, it was real highway. Yeah, and I liked the two restaurants. We st uh, well, we stopped at one restaurant and then also got Osmos on the way once we arrived in town, which was a good dinner. Yeah, that, uh, that place in Sudbury was good. Yeah. What was it called? Did de, de, de something. Free plug. Yeah. <laughs> did something. The Gionti. The Gionti. The Gionti. No. Wood, stove, wine, bar, and pasta. Pasta bar. Pasta. Fresh pasta and wine bar. Degusto's. It was Degusto. Degusto, yeah. D it might be Degusto. It was D I. Yeah. Anyway, D or Degusto. If you're ever in Sudbury, go to Degusto's. It was good. I had a good pizza. You had a good pasta. Yeah, which was close to a soup. Naki. But still tasty. Naki yellow vodka. That sounds good. Yeah, that's good. Madeline yeah. likes Naki and vodka. Yeah. The final podcast is <laughs> vodka sauce. <laughs> She's 19 now. <laughs> Vodka sauce, not the, not vodka, like the red sauce. Yeah. You know, you said, aloe vodka. Yes, but you said Naki and vodka. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Which has oh, implications. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, they know what I mean. I don't think they do. Yeah, they uh, do know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was, yeah. A total from, I put the odometer, I reset it to zero when I left Saskatoon to go pick you up. And, uh, Total distance covered, 3,940 kilometers. It really made me want to drive 60 more kilometers before we came home. Like, just out and back. 30 out, 30 back. Yeah. So close to 4,000, but... And then, uh, and 40... 40 some odd hours. Like, 41 hours? Close to 41, yeah. Yeah. Which is a lot in five days. Yeah. Like, almost 50% of the time. So, one out of every... We'll say one out of every two and a half hours we were driving. Four days, yeah. Yeah, three days for me. Four days for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, ten hours a day on average. A lot of driving. <laughs> it was a good drive. It was nice. It's nice to see the country, although so, a lot of the drive was in darkness. Yeah. Mostly last night. Yeah, we, I feel like we got to Winnipeg. Winnipeg, and it wasn't too dark, but last night it felt like we were driving in darkness for well, a number of I, hours. Maybe I, it must have been dark driving Winnipeg, because when we left to get food, it was dark. Yeah. It was close to 11, because 11 was when things were closing. Yeah, that's true. So it was maybe not as dark. It wasn't as obviously night, because we arrived at the other one at, like, close to 1. Yeah. Um, in so... Saskatoon. Or in uh, St. Marie. So, yeah, that's that yeah and this this last drive also felt nice it felt more like the first one because we had like a nice long lunch break yeah and it wasn't and, quite as rushed and it was half as long <laughs> and it was half as long <laughs> which is nice anyway we're home now and uh proper podcast next, next, week? next sunday we'll uh well maybe maybe not it'll be more proper 
like format wise, but we probably won't have all the equipment out as we're mid move. That's true. But week after that, we should be in the new place and and we'll set it up and have a real, real, uh, (laughs) a real podcast. Madeline's playing with her head scratcher. Oh, that's nice. All right. right. Well, that's the that's the drive across Canada. We we probably should have done more for the car, but anyway, you get the gist. We're tired. We were driving and we were listening to a book, which was. It's enthralling. If you get the chance, and I think re- I think listen to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think listen to it. It's much more enthralling when he's like, when when he's reading it, and he he like puts emphasis and the emotion into it. It makes it more real. And he does voices. And he does voices when he's talking. Although I gotta say, my reading voice is faster than his t- talking voice. Like it's twenty nine hours or something. Yeah. I'm reading it. It's it's probably a ten hour book for reading. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Well, we'll talk to you again next week. Matt, do you want to say goodbye? Bye.